You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 55, Why It's So Hard to Stop Yelling. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. How's it going this week? Week one of school for me and my girls is officially over. I'd say it went pretty well. Marissa loves all of her teachers. She's very happy. And just like with camp, it took Dahlia a day or two to settle in. She was kind of nervous about going into fifth grade, which is a big jump from fourth in terms of switching from class to class instead of being in one main room with one main teacher. She's basically in middle school, just she doesn't have a locker yet, but she's adjusting well. As a counselor, I spent a lot of my time in and out of classes observing the dynamics of the groups and checking on the new students. And as predicted, there were some tears the first two days about being in a new place or for returning students not being with a particular teacher or friend, but they got through it. And when I checked in with those same students at the end of the week, they were all smiles. So for those of you who haven't started the year yet, please remember that and listen to the podcast from a few weeks ago on adjusting to a new school year. Okay, it's time to announce the third winner of this month's giveaway. This review is simply titled, Love It. And it says, this is a great podcast. As a professional who works with families, I always take away practical information. The length is perfect so I can finish an episode on my commute. Congratulations, Andrea. You win a $100 Amazon gift card. Thank you so much for leaving a review. Now, there's only one more week to win. Which lucky listener will it be? If you've already left a review this month, you're automatically entered. And here's the deal. Just leave a review and forget about posting and tagging. It seems to be too much for some of you to figure out, so that's okay. There's no need to get overwhelmed and confused. Just leave a review, and as long as I see it before I record the next podcast, you'll be entered, okay? In other words, don't procrastinate. Do it today. Today's topic is why it's so hard to stop yelling. And if you don't consider yourself to be a yeller, just insert whatever habit you want to stop doing. It could be snacking late at night. It could be biting your nails or spending time scrolling social media. I have a lot of clients who want to stop yelling at their kids, so I often use that as an example. When I was in graduate school for social work, I learned about the four stages of competence. These stages were developed in the early 1970s by a psychologist named Noel Birch while he was working at Gordon Training International, and they refer to the different phases people go through when they're learning a new skill. The reason I want to share them with you today is because when you want to permanently change a behavior, like yelling, you have to find the cause of that behavior. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that feelings drive all of our actions and that thoughts create our feelings. Therefore, the cause of all behavior begins in our minds. 
And changing our thoughts is a skill that needs to be learned. Up until only a few decades ago, scientists believed that the brain was fixed by the time you were 30. And what research has since found is that the brain can absolutely keep changing throughout your life. This ability of the brain to change is called neuroplasticity. The best way to grow and change the brain is by doing things that are challenging, by struggling a bit and doing things that take effort. Like when you work out at the gym, you have to lift weights that are a bit too heavy in order for your muscles to grow. The problem is that your brain is wired for survival and it's designed to be very efficient and to use the least amount of energy possible. It doesn't want to exert any extra energy or effort. Right now, you may be very quick to yell because that's what you've been practicing. Your brain naturally defaults to that thought-feeling-action chain of events because it's easy and familiar. It's as though your thoughts are traveling on a superhighway in your brain, and yelling feels automatic at this point, like as though you don't even have a choice. Of course, you always have a choice, and the awareness of your thoughts is the first step in the process of changing them. Creating new thoughts is akin to clearing trees in a forest to create a new road. And I'm telling you this because so many moms believe there must be something wrong with them that they yell at their kids and they can't seem to stop. But there's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with their brains. In fact, their brains are working perfectly and doing exactly what human brains are supposed to do. So if you want to change your habit of yelling or any other behavior that you don't like, your brain will naturally resist the change. Retraining itself to think new thoughts after years of practicing old ones takes a lot of effort. I think knowing how the brain works and understanding these four stages of learning a new skill can be very helpful to you as you practice thinking new thoughts. It might also be helpful to you with any new skills that you want to learn. So the first stage is called unconscious incompetence. Basically, you don't know what you don't know. And so you're blissfully ignorant of the skill or skills that you lack. I think about when my kids say they want to try something new, like an instrument or a sport, and they have no clue what it'll take to learn it. They have no understanding, no frame of reference for the amount of time it will take or the level of commitment it will require. When you're in this stage, you may not even see the value of learning the new skill. So for example, you might have stumbled upon this podcast and you didn't even know that your thoughts cause your feelings or that it mattered in creating the life you want. But after listening to a few episodes, you think, hmm, maybe I should give this life coaching a try. That's when you move into the second stage known as conscious incompetence. This is when you know what you don't know and you recognize the value of learning it. So you'll sign up for coaching with me, and you'll be super excited about achieving your goal and changing your thoughts to feel calmer and more confident in your parenting. But very quickly, you realize that changing your thoughts is a lot harder than you expected and that you're not very good at it. You're conscious of your incompetence. You make a ton of mistakes, which often leads to feelings of inadequacy and discouragement. Sometimes I refer to this stage as the river of misery. You know the result that you want, but you don't yet know how to achieve it 
or believe that it's even possible for you. And this is where a lot of people tend to quit and give up on themselves. They think this isn't working or I'm just not cut out for this, which is such a shame because when you want to create a result you've never created before, you have to be willing to go through the river of misery and on to stage three. Stage three is conscious competence, where you decide to commit to learning and practicing the new skill with patience and self-compassion. You're not in a hurry to achieve your goal, and you're willing to keep taking action until you achieve it. This requires a lot of mental energy and concentration. You really have to think about each step as you're doing it and be willing to feel discomfort of not being fully competent yet. But as you continue to practice, you start to see results and progress, which motivates you to keep practicing and you gain more self-confidence. Finally, you arrive at stage four, unconscious competence. You've had so much practice with the new skill now that it's become second nature to you and you don't even have to think about it because it's become so automatic. You may even be able to teach it to others. The cool thing to think about is that we're all somewhere in the four stages with everything we do, whether it's brushing our teeth, tying our shoes, playing the piano, programming a computer, practicing yoga, or staying calm. And knowing that allows us to understand that learning is a process. Change is a process that doesn't happen overnight, especially when you have a human brain resisting it in the first place. The way you turn your new thoughts into a superhighway is through practice. Every time you practice your new thoughts in response to a circumstance, you're clearing the new path and paving it until that becomes your new superhighway. The old neural pathways weaken, so that old thought becomes more like a country road. It's never gone completely, so in times of heightened emotion or when you're not paying attention, your brain might go down that road again. So you always have to be paying attention to what your mind is doing. If you don't, you can go backwards through the stages. Like if you don't practice speaking a new language, you lose your competence in it. Same is true with practicing a new thought. If you don't use it, you lose it. So I hope this gives you a better idea of why it's so hard to change your behavior, even when you really want to. Ask yourself, what stage am I in when it comes to learning different skills at work, at home, in my different relationships? And for those skills where you're like, oh, I'm unconsciously competent at that, Try to remember what it was like at those other stages before you were unconsciously competent. What were the obstacles you had to overcome? You have the ability to create any result you want. And once you learn the skills to do it in one area of your life, you can apply the same principles and the same process to other areas that need attention. It's not easy, but it's totally worth it. If you're in stage two when it comes to all of this thought work, you're interested in learning the skill of managing your mind, and you see the value in it, sign up for your free mini session with me at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and get a spot on my calendar. I'll be there to guide you when you're in the river of misery and celebrate with you when you get through it. Can't wait to speak with you, mama. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. 
If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com. Listener.